This episode is brought to you by Think Water Broom. Think Water are your local water experts for irrigation projects big and small. Their fully stocked retail store sells the latest irrigation products, including fittings, pipe, filtration and solar supplies. Covering the Kimberley and Pilbara regions of Western Australia, their knowledgeable and passionate team are experts in the design and implementation of the most water-efficient irrigation and water management programs across all sectors. Central Station Podcast, where we bring you stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on, or crack a cold one, as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home. Hi, my name is Tanis and this is my story, New Tricks. At the end of 2018, my husband and I, after 10 years living at Barrygown, had an opportunity to upskill away from our property. Our sheep were on adjustment due to the ongoing drought and I had been given an offer to do some specialist contract work in Emerald and my husband secured a position to complete his commercial pilot's licence. We figured both of these things would value add to our skill set and provide further opportunity for off-farm employment in times of drought. We didn't realise at the time that this decision would change our lives forever. Farming is hard and family is harder. This blog is of course my opinion and that there are always two and sometimes even more sides to every story and I struggle to find the right words to write this part, but they are mine. How do you discuss something that happens a lot in multi-generational farming entities but no one talks about? No one openly discusses the fact that their family farm isn't working for fear of offending or making matters worse or looking bad in front of the bank or the district or the media or friends. In our scenario, when we took this time out to upskill, our family farming entity chose a course of action and made a series of decisions without our input that not only broke our hearts but broke that part of our family. I heard stories of this sort of thing before, but it was only when I was confided to my School of the Air Family Liaison Officer that I accepted that our family's experience is not unique. Over the next few weeks, I took the opportunity to talk to trusted friends and nearly all of them knew someone or had had themselves been in situations just like ours. Stories of lives wasted and families' breakdowns pushing for outcomes that were never going to happen. So what can help? In my opinion, it's planning. Succession planning, business planning, call it what you want, but simply deciding early on what the role or roles and responsibilities in the business are for each family member and deciding how it is run with appropriate remuneration and or ownership. Without this agreement decided on it early in the part, every family risks that these things will never be decided. Kids, sisters, brothers, wives, husbands spend the best years of their lives working for the entity 
and rightly have an expectation that they will be part of it if they continue to work for it. Families only grow, they only get more complicated and diverse, and no one lives forever. Well, not yet anyway. Failure to agree on a business or succession plan by the members that control the family entity robs the other members of that entity of financial and job security. Planning and agreeing to a plan puts everyone that is participating in the success of that family entity on a level and fair playing field. Everyone works towards the goal. So what if you can't come to agreement or agree on a pathway? Well, my recommendation is to leave. Your life, skills and abilities are worth too much in the agricultural industry to work with no financial security. Look at your own situation and really assess how far you have progressed in the last two to five years. Have you gained any ground or are you doing the same thing by different means? What guarantee do you have that the next two to five years will be any different to the last? Who is in control of your financial future? These are all things we regularly asked ourselves, but because it was a family business, we would explain our lack of progress away on drought or illness, something we had done, stress, financial hardship, the accountant, the bank manager, the software reports, the weather. Eventually, we realised that no matter what we did or didn't do, it would never lead to the security we wanted to build our family's future. We had done our best, things weren't going to change, so we decided to leave. We decided that if we could, we would try and stay on a property. It's how we wanted to raise our kids and the lifestyle and community that we had grown to love. We asked our friends to be on the lookout for us and I can't thank them enough for their help. We decided we needed a challenge, one where we could use the skills that we had, but also learn new livestock and property management techniques, deal with bigger herds and understand another geographic region, and of course fly. We wanted to head north. My husband found a manager's position advertised that was looking for a family with experience and a preference for skills as a helicopter pilot, and we thought, we were your family. A phone call was made that evening and a meet and greet held at the owner's central Queensland property a week later. We flew up to Tobermory Station to check it out three weeks after that. During that visit, we spent a lot of time in vehicles covering only a small portion of the 1.5 million acres in a few days, and the question of... So, why are you leaving your family place to work on someone else's? Came up more than once, and my husband simply said that I hope to bring my kids up on our place, but that isn't going to happen. So I'm going to have to bring them up on someone else's. It took a week for us to decide if we were going to take the position, and one of the most important checks for us was seeing if our governess, Denise, would come with us. We wouldn't be able to do it without her. Thankfully, she said yes, and we accepted the position. We returned home from Brisbane and in Emerald in September and had a wonderful night at the inaugural Norma Ball in October as our last community function and left for Tobermory. The trip took us four days with four chooks, two cars, two kids, (laughs) two trailers, two dogs, Denise and the two of us. Fast forward six months and we'd settled in and were working flat strap. What I love is that for the first time in a long time, we're both really enjoying what we do and feel like we're making a positive impact. The owners of the station are fantastic with communication and involve us where we're needed and are always happy to hear our suggestions and give us honest feedback. We're loving having a big staff and it takes me back to my much-loved days in the military 
and the kids always have someone to talk about and to and entertain them. The team here is fantastic and very patient. We've got great neighbours, a great school of the year community and a great local in the Yirrindangi Bush Resort. The other unbelievable thing is like everyone likes to visit, COVID notwithstanding, but we struggled to get family friends to our last property, but everyone loves it here and wants to come back or is planning a visit. That NT romantic attraction for sure. So, if you're in any sort of business that's just not working, despite your best efforts, don't be afraid to head north and try something different in a different environment. Sometimes the best thing you can do for a problem is to give it some space. For us, something we thought would be the worst possible scenario for so long has ended up being anything but. So here's to new tricks. Ag Workforce specialises in recruiting for agricultural jobs including farm work, station work and agribusiness across Australia. View current jobs, advertise a position or register as a job seeker at agworkforce.com.au. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or leave us a review. It really helps other people find our podcast. You can find our website at centralstation.net.au, where we have over 1,200 stories published from across Northern Australia. All of our podcast episodes, a tourism directory for visiting an outback cattle station, and training and employment resources. We're on Facebook at Central Station, True Stories from Outback Australian Cattle Stations. And we're on Instagram at centralstation.net.au. And we're also on Twitter at Central Station 6. To discuss this episode with other listeners, head on over to our Facebook group, Central Station Podcast.